Good morning, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another day of Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, bringing you day 899 since we came back on the air. I have very exciting news for you today, listeners. I have found a secret treasure. Okay, so it's not treasure yet, but I have found a map or part of a map. And I think that this map will eventually lead to treasure. <coughs> oh, yes, and I have Max O'Brien here with me in studio. Yes, listeners, Agnes found part of a map. We don't know for sure where it leads, if we'll find other pieces, or what lies at the end of this wild goose chase. But if we're going to chase that goose, we should at least start at the beginning. Good idea. So, listeners, a little context. If you're new to the area or just traveling through, a few months back we had a giant horde of zombies carve through the area and destroy all the nearby communities. Most people evacuated, and our city is still mostly abandoned. The Mercury team hid out in the Gipstein Lighthouse right off the shore with our friends, the Long family. Wow, you really did start at the beginning. Well, I'm building to something here. Max, did you ever wonder what happened to everybody's stuff once they evacuated? They took it with them? Sure, they took their most direct possessions, but what about supplies? Sure, they took the food they could carry, but what about the people who had amassed stockpiles of non-perishables and paper products and weapons? People who couldn't take all their treasure with them? Did people really have that much stuff saved up? Sure, we're a lot worse off than we were, but it's not like the studio was filled to the brim with canned goods. We'd exhausted pretty much everything we'd scavenged from stores in the early days a long time ago. Some people did. I've heard rumors about some Scrooges out there who'd saved up everything they could, never sharing. Like Mr. Silverton. Oh, Mr. Silverton. You're right. I did hear once that someone saw him with a whole package of toilet paper rolls walking into his house. When the whole city had been out of those for a year. So listeners, back to the map. We were out scavenging a couple days ago, and we decided to break into a cellar that we'd been avoiding. It had been chained up since Medusa. It was out back behind this huge house that we'd found some good stuff in. It looked like multiple people had lived inside and had lived quite well before the evacuation. But Agnes kept mentioning something about Cormac McCarthy. Those of you who have read The Road will know why, in the middle of an apocalypse, I am hesitant to approach anything resembling a basement with a new-looking chain keeping it shut. Anyway, we'd finally convinced her that there had been no sound coming from inside the cellar any time we'd been near it, and that the new-looking chain was more likely to be an act of protection for some very useful supplies and less likely to be keeping anything dangerous trapped down there. And Max was right about that. Inside, we found gallons of bleach and toothbrushes still in the package and crates of clean new paper and a plastic tub full of books. New bandages, bottles of rubbing alcohol, and jars of homemade honey that I recognized must have come from St. Eloise. Oh, and socks! Just a single pack of white men's crew socks, but listeners, they feel like luxury on my feet. We didn't know how much of this to share with you, listeners. We discovered a good amount of supplies, but it was still one person's personal stockpile. It's not enough supplies to warrant a grand giveaway, and things are scarce out there. We want to trust all our listeners, and we love people stopping by. And we always want to help when we can. But we don't want to make this find sound big enough to draw someone in to target us. 
But now that I am determined to find the rest of the treasure, there's a chance it might be enough to share. Agnes, don't make promises you can't keep. We still don't know if there even is a treasure. Listeners, I mentioned there was a plastic tub full of books in the cellar. While I was going through the tub back here in the studio, it took us a couple trips to get everything back to the studio, but I made sure the books were a priority. And good thing, too. I was flipping through a copy of Treasure Island, and out falls a perfectly cut square of map. A treasure map hidden in Treasure Island. I think it's a little too perfect, Agnes. It's on purpose. Don't you see? Where else would you hide a treasure map? You've got all these supplies. Maybe you wandered into a prepper's lair early on and were lucky enough to hold on to it. Or maybe you were a prepper. Either way, you've realized you finally have to evacuate and leave it all behind. You want to make sure that what you've hidden can be found, either by yourself, even if the entire landscape has changed in your absence, landmarks gone and buildings destroyed by the horde, or by someone else, but only someone clever enough to use it well. Someone as clever as you. And you think you are the worthy heir to find the treasure. Max, this is my destiny! All right, Captain, tell the listeners why you think this is a treasure map in the first place. Because it says so! <laughs> listeners, this piece of map is not only of our city, it contains the part of the map where we were standing in that very cellar. And right on top of where we were was a number one. And then written on the back side of the piece of map was one sentence. Number two is in the other bin. Which doesn't seem to mean anything at all. There wasn't another bin in the cellar, just crates. And Agnes searched those anyhow. I'm going to find it, number two. I know there's got to be another map hidden somewhere around that property, or else it's a riddle of some sorts that leads straight to number two. Well, just don't let it consume you. Or at least... Don't let it consume our broadcast time. Listeners, updates to come. I'm hunting for treasure. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Max O'Brien with Agnes Drew, signing off. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care of each other.